Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. I physically did with my hand, like grab the fear, grab the thought and dumped it mm-hmm. into what I imagine being a vortex of energy where it would be transformed. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Mom's Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even death collectors. Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life It's hard to keep your head above the water So win this fight Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash solomoms. That's audibletrial.com slash solomoms. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. has been top of mind for everyone lately. My guest today will speak to our mental and emotional health coupled with spirituality. Muriel Falous is an intuitive life coach who is also the founder of the Single Mom Doing It All podcast. She's passionate about wanting to help solo moms prevent the downward spiral into fear, guilt, powerlessness, and sometimes depression, and teaches them an interesting take on how to effectively co-parent. 
Okay, well, uh, I, I really appreciate you coming and talking to me, Muriel. And the first thing I'm going to ask you is what I ask all solo moms is, how did you become a solo mom? Well, I, uh, I left a marriage that was dysfunctional. And, um, but it has been now 13 years, almost 14. Hmm. And um, that's how I found myself solo. Okay. And how many kids do you have? I have three. Okay. And they are now, um, two of them I, are adults. I love how they say adults because my middle one is 18 and she's far from being mature as an adult. Tell me about but, uh, And my son is 16. Okay. All right. So you you have big people who are still small people. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, tell me, what has been your biggest challenge mothering solo? Well, it depends what periods, because the challenges change with the age ages of the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, first, um, there was a financial challenge because my, my ex-husband uh, lost his job um, when there was the, you know, the 2008 um, crisis. Right. And so I became the only provider for my kids until now. Okay. So I had to face the fear, literally the fear of being out in the street with my kids at mm -hmm. the time. I had a job, but I was like, you know, I had thoughts of fear coming in my mind, such as, if I lose my job, we're all outside in the street. So I really had to work with that fear and go down, down to the bottom of that fear to, to see that no matter what would happen, I had what it take, takes and I would be able to bounce back. Right. And uh, once I was able to work with that fear, I actually, I, I also started having like, spiritual practices at that time that what kept me at peace was the fact that God had always provided for me and there was no reason why it would stop uh -huh. and I started meditating I started uh, communing with God communing I believe in angels too so communing with that and it really brought me peace um, and then as we went on, of course, there is the logistic of things because I'm French. I live in the U.S., so I have no family. And I didn't really have no, I didn't have really have support right. to help, even emotional support. Um, I've always been passionate with spiritual growth and development, spiritual uh, self-development. So as I was studying, I was starting to apply what I was learning and I was starting to feel better and better and better. And so my challenges, even though they were still here, my, the way to approach it was much easier. Until, and I started uh, coaching people too because I wanted to share what I was learning. I got certified, started coaching on mm -hmm. various topics. And when my kids became teenagers, uh, especially the last two. I also underwent um, some medical challenges. So there was the weight of being a single mom, contracting a disease that almost killed me, mm. 
And the kids being teenagers, me realizing that the fact that I thought I had control over them was an illusion. (laughs) (laughs) And I started really going down in a spiral of fear, overwhelm, powerlessness, and I ended up in depression. Yeah. Because I was too afraid. So I had to really use the tools that I know to bounce back. Right, right. And so, it was a journey. Right. So you first you learn to you learn um to trust God. So you use your faith to, to build yes. build yourself up and get you in the right frame of mind because we all know how challenging it can be to raise children if you have a partner let alone if you're alone. Yes. Yes. And and then, yeah, this depression thing is, is very big with solo moms, I think. And we don't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I felt more and more, like, tired, and I would wake up in the middle of the night, like, with scenarios of horror in my mind, because... Like I said, I had two teenagers and one of them was really, really acting out Mm. in sometimes dangerous ways. So I didn't see it coming until uh, my oldest came back from college and I I caught myself several times wishing that I would just disappear. Mm. And I felt horrible. I felt like a, a bad mom because who wants to disappear when you have three kids that you love? Right. So it, it was really uh, difficult. Right. Very, very difficult. Yes, it's challenging. So um, what what did you do? What kind of help did you get? Or how did you navigate the depression while you are still dealing with the needs of these three human beings? So the, the, I didn't really... Uh, my friends were pushing me to go get some antidepressants, and I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. What I did, I went back to practicing spiritual uh, tools on a regular basis, like sitting every day and communing with God. I felt alone. I felt uh, nobody loved me because my family is far away. The kids loved me, but, you know, I had no emotional support from adults. So I started asking God to send me the love that I needed. And when I was sitting like that, I could feel it. I could feel the the presence and the love in my heart mm-hmm. physically. So that started helping me. And then I started really writing down all my fears on paper. Mm-hmm. Because when you put them on paper, it they lose some intensity. Mm-hmm. And... I know, I don't know if you know a tool called emotional freedom technique or tapping. Yes. 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 So I used a lot of tapping. Every time I felt triggered, I tapped on Mm -hmm. the issue and I reframed the story that I was telling myself. I, I had to surrender to the fact that Although you control a part of your life, there is a part that you don't control. Right. And I, I I had to surrender to the fact that the universe is guiding me and it's also guiding my kids. And I don't decide if 
my kids are going to, I have no control if they're going to live or die. So even if, God forbid, something would happen that was really, really bad, mm-hmm. I had what it takes to deal with that when it will happen, and I don't have to think about that right now. Right. So I had to do thought intervention in the moments, moment by moment, to really shift what I was thinking about, which really helped shift what what I was feeling. Right. And do a lot, a lot of self-care, sleep better, eat better, and have some self-compassion. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I remember waking up one night in tears because I realized that I didn't love my life. And I realized that I couldn't admit that to myself before because I felt like a bad mom. And then I was there sitting in my bed with that paradox in me. I will always remember on one side, there was the woman who didn't like her life. And on the other side, there was the woman who loved her kids. And I accepted that both can be in me at the same time. Right. It didn't make me a bad person. And from that moment on, I think that was the beginning of the healing. Oh, Ooh, I like that. So um, you, you, one, you journaled, you, you wrote down what was going on with you. Is yes. that correct? And... Um, I'm a big fan of journaling, by the way. And the other thing you did was reframe your story. You you reframed the story you were telling yourself. Yes. And, and more than a general reframing, it was moment by moment, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, Vegas has a lot of temptations for young people, a lot of bad stuff going on. So I could imagine the worst. Mm-hmm when, let's say, my daughter was going to a party or something, mm-hmm. I was catching myself and I was forcing my... I literally, and I teach that now to women, it, I physically did with my hand, like grab the fear, grab the thought, and dumped it mm-hmm. into what I imagine being a vortex of energy where it would be transformed. Right. And I let go of that thought because what was trapping me is that... I'm very analytical, Mm -hmm. and I used to think that if I examine the thought from all angles, I'm going to be protected from it happening. And that's what is bringing you down. That's what's bringing you in the more intense scenario of fear. I just had to let go of the fear in the moment and remember that there is such thing as God, the universe, no matter how people call it, which is guiding me, protecting me, guiding my kids, protecting my kids. And the most important thing is that I stay in connection with them, knowing where they are, what they're doing, and love them. Right. And the rest, it's not in my hands anyway. Right. So you you recognize what you can control and what you can't. I recognized what I could, couldn't control. I recognized what I was telling myself that wasn't serving me. And I recognized that in any scenario, any challenge, there is always like a parallel road that you can step on, which mm-hmm. is not the one of fear, but one of maybe hope, faith, right. and, and logic too, because it, nothing was happening in the moment. It was all in my head. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that's true. I, I can, I can relate to that one. 
I'm sure every mom can, <laughs> especially solo moms. Yes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about tapping? Can you explain what it is and yes. you know, something about it? So when we are like that triggered, let's say we are under intense fear, we feel that there is a threat uh, hanging above our head. Our survival mechanism in our brain, which hasn't changed since we were cave women and cave men, is becoming activated. And its purpose is uh, survival. So when it perceives a threat, even if it's an imaginary threat, it prepares your body to fight or flight. And, and sometimes we freeze too because it it's, was used when we were run after by predators, when we were very at the beginning of humanity. Mm-hmm. And we had to either be ready to hide or fight the predator or run, outrun the predator. So our entire body is flooded by biochemicals and our blood is redirected in our brain from the new brain, the frontal cortex, the one that is in the uh, the front of our head, the analytical brain, the one that creates, uh, can have visions, can analyze. The blood is redirected to our hands and 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 uh, legs, to our limbs, to be able to fight, to be able to to be stronger. Our our uh, heart is pumping faster. There is a whole cascade of biochemical reactions, and because that happens, you cannot be as resourceful in the moment. Of course, you're not at peace because you're you're afraid, mm-hmm. and you cannot think as well. So tapping is a mix of the merid- using the meridians that they use in acupuncture, the nervous meridian and the energy meridians in the body, mm-hmm. where you do acupressure, you lightly tap on those points. And it sends, uh, while you're talking, there is also a process of talking with it, which, which is derived from modern psychology. And when you mix the two, it intercepts the messages in our brain that communicates with the amygdala, which is the stress center in the brain activated. And it stops this activation and brings you back to an emotional state that is more peaceful, more centered. And it also has the potential of rewiring the brain when you're working on specific issues. Okay. All right. So one more tool for the arsenal. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I appreciate you explaining that. I have heard of it. Uh, I think I, I use it for myself and with my clients, and I'm always amazed by the results. Okay. It's, uh, it's amazing. Okay. Thank you. Um, tell me one thing, one of the, your best piece of advice for solo moms who are dealing with co-parenting. Oh, take care of yourself, mm-hmm. first of all. Because if you don't sleep enough, if you don't eat well, if you can't function well and everything will be more dramatic than it needs to be. Mm. And my view on that, because I have an ex-husband who has uh, addiction issues, so I now I'm less and less triggered, but I realized one day that he didn't do anything 
to me personally. That's just who, who he is. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing that on purpose to me. That's just, if he had a plant in front of him instead of me, he would do the same thing. Mm. So that was one thing that helped me a lot. Mm. And the other part, if people, I don't know if your listeners are more um, inclined to spirituality, um, for when you bring that to a higher level, the people in your life who somehow create drama, challenges, kick your butt, they are allies because they came to make you change. My divorce made me stronger. It made me, first of all, I'm standing on both my feet, raising three kids, three kids in a foreign countries with no help mm. at any level. So I would never have thought that I could do that. And if he if, if forced me, my ex-husband forced me to start seeing why I was triggered. Why was I triggered so often? And it's always about stuff in me. It has nothing to do with the other person. It's stuff about feeling maybe under attack, maybe feeling undervalued, uh, all stuff that you can work with yourself to make things smoother. Because at the end of the story, the ones who pay the highest price when there is uh, tension are the kids. Absolutely. Yes. So that's the, the, that was my focus. What can I do so I don't experience it the same way, even if it never changes? Even if it's still, and I had the issue with him and his kids too, where the kids were coming to me and asking me, why doesn't he love me? And I had to really come to a center, to come to peace in myself with explaining to them that it's not that he doesn't love them. It's just that he his way of loving is broken mm-hmm. and because of the addiction and and it doesn't mean that they're not loved. He just doesn't know how to do otherwise. And mm-hmm. also explaining to them and I didn't want my kids to feel like victims. So since they were very young, I explained to them that in any situation, even if it's a horrible one, even if it's difficult, there is always some treasure. And there is, in the way that their father was with them, even if it was not ideal, he gave them a gift. And I know that I had a a discussion with my oldest one. I don't remember how old she was in her maybe 11, 12 or 13, maybe maybe a little bit um, older because she told me she would never struggle with Monet the, the way that his father, her father did. And I said, you see, that's the gift that he gave you in a broken way. He made you a go-getter because of him. And the way that everything happened, you will do whatever you have to take to provide for yourself. Right, right. Hmm, interesting take. I like that. I really appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank wow. you. <laughs> I was really concerned for them not to feel as victims because yes. that's something that will impact your life. Yes, that's important. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, I've kept you a while and I thank you very much for speaking, letting the soul of moms know how you feel and tell your story. Um, thank you. Tell us about your podcast. It's called Single Moms Doing It All. 
Yes, uh, my podcast is to also support uh, single moms like yours. Mm -hmm. And um, what I try to do is to have tools and approaches for them to be as centered and as aligned with their true self as possible and to face the challenges with their, most of the, my audience are half teens. So face the challenges in a way where they can still be centered enough to co-parent with the universe to really have access to the help. Because I know in my life, when I needed solutions, I asked, and I kid you not, it, it was a matter of days before something was shown to me. Either <laughs> people came into my life yeah. or a way that I needed to research or, and for me, I want moms to be assisted in that way so that it would be easier yes. and that they could be happier. Yes. Yes, for sure. I think once we believe and we ask and we change the mindset from running away to seeking help that it usually comes. Yes. Yes. And sometimes we need to be flexible because we have an idea of how it should look, the, the help, mm -hmm. but it's something else. <laughs> so to be really receiving whatever guidance is coming to us. Yes, yes, for sure. Well, um, Muriel, any parting words? Really also remember that although we may be tired and we may, it may be difficult, there is some beauty in it and maybe sometimes not to take things too seriously. Because I know for me it wasn't it's it's always difficult. I'm a I'm a Capricorn, so <laughs> I'm a worker and it's serious and maybe lighten up and you're not alone. You yes. are not alone. Yes. Siren song. Thank you very much, Muriel, for um for talking to me today. God bless you. I, I really oh. like this. Thank you. God bless you too. Thank you. A Native American proverb says, those who tell their stories rule the world. Tell your story on an upcoming episode of Soda Moms Talk. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. If you subscribe, you will know when new episodes become available. Also, please leave a review. I really appreciate you listening. Next week, we will continue our health theme. And don't miss my interview with international speaker on optimal health, Gunther Mueller, coming soon. Thank you. Hello Solar Moms. As a Solar Mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry 
And parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jenatjrosemary.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.